This is On Call, a podcast by Code Blue. Health is a human right. Hello everyone, I'm Kanmani Batumale from Code Blue. These are the headlines for the day. Daily new COVID-19 fatalities in Malaysia have exceeded the United Kingdom relative to the population since the start of this month. According to Global Tracker Our World in Data, Malaysia reported 1.72 new COVID-19 deaths per million people on March 1, slightly higher than the UK's 1.71 on rolling 7-day averages. On March 8, Malaysia reported 2.43 new COVID-19 deaths per million people, about 1.6 times higher compared to UK's 1.53 fatalities per million people. The UK's COVID-19 mortality trend has been declining for more than a month since its peak this year on January 18 with four deaths per million people, while Malaysia's trajectory has been rising since February 4. with 0.26 fatalities per million population at the regional level malaysia has been reporting the second highest per capita covid-19 mortality rate in asean since march 3 behind brunei on march 8 malaysia reported 2.43 new covid deaths per million people compared to brunei's 7.76 singapore's 1.42 indonesia's 1.12 vietnam's 0.93 thailand's 0.85 the philippines 0.80 laos 0.19 cambodia's 0.09 and myanmar's 0.06 Lanang MP Ali Slau asks if children aged 5 to 11 can get heterologous COVID-19 vaccination for their primary cause. The Sarawakian MP says some parents prefer Sinovac over Pfizer for their children and asks if the government would allow parents to opt for a second primer jab with Sinovac, an inactivated vaccine for their children who received a first dose of Pfizer. Lau urges the government to provide more information on the vaccination program and display concrete data and statistics to instill confidence in parents so they can register their children for vaccination. The DAP lawmaker further asks if the government would consider administering booster or alternative COVID vaccine doses for under 12 of children she also inquires if federal authorities would prioritize sarawa in the distribution of pfizer's covid-19 oral antiviral drug paxlovid which malaysia is scheduled to receive later this month Ravnish Kumar's parents dispute the Ministry of Health's conclusion that the 13-year-old boy did not die from COVID-19 vaccination. Klang MP Charles Sandiago says Vijay Rani requests for an independent inquiry into her son's death. Vijay Rani isn't thinking of suing the government yet as her focus is on reviewing the ministry's preliminary autopsy report on the death of her son. Although the ministry's preliminary post-mortem report eliminated the coronavirus vaccine as a cause of death, it did not state what had killed the teenager who suddenly died last January at the age of 13 18 days after receiving his covid-19 vaccine dose 
The Association of Private Hospitals Malaysia welcomes border reopening to restart medical tourism. APHM President Dr. Kuljit Singh says private hospitals would strictly adhere to all standard operating procedures set by the Ministry of Health in making sure that there is no increase in COVID-19 transmission due to medical tourists. The comparatively cheap treatment cost in Malaysia has helped private hospitals see an increase of medical tourists in 2019 to about 1.22 million, double the number of medical tourists since 2011. Dr. Kuljit also asks the government to approve COVID-19 antiviral medications to private hospitals as there is a huge number of private patients who are seeking treatment for long COVID. The Malaysian Society of Nephrology says only 5% of people with chronic kidney disease are aware they have the disease. Professor Dr. Abdul Halim Abdul Ghaffur, the president of the Malaysian Society of Nephrology, says people may not know they are experiencing loss in kidney function until they develop symptoms at the end stage. Early screening for high-risk groups especially those with diabetes and hypertension, is important for early intervention to delay the progression of the disease, he adds. Dr. Abdul Halim highlights the importance of identifying chronic kidney disease as early as possible so the patient would not need to go for dialysis or any forms of kidney replacement therapy for years. Chronic kidney disease can be identified through a simple blood test called a glomerular filtration rate test. Dr. Abdul Halim says the prevalence of CKD has increased from 9.1% in the 2011 National Health and Morbidity Survey to 15.5% in 2018. The number of Malaysians requiring kidney replacement therapy is increasing, while diabetes is the leading cause for end-stage kidney failure in the country. 